The following podcast is a She Did It and SydneyNanberg.com production. Welcome back to the She Did It podcast. My name is Sydney Nanberg, and I'm the creator and founder of She Did It and SydneyNanberg.com, your self care and wellness resource with a twist, of course. My intention is to share valuable information, tips, and tricks to help you live a fulfilling life. I want you to come here looking for inspiration and leave with the tools you need to take on whatever it is you're going after. Today is a really special episode. I am going to be sharing. 10 really, really valuable lessons that I wish I would have known before the age of 25. So as we grow up, obviously we learn new things and these are things that I wish that I could have told my younger self. So I hope you guys find this super valuable, share it with friends and family and other people who might enjoy it. This doesn't just apply to people who are ages 25 and under because these are real life lessons. So let's dive in. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the She Did It podcast. It's Sydney here. And I'm really excited about this episode because I've been wanting to do this for such a long time, but it has just taken me a while to put together all of my thoughts. Um, But let's dive in and let's jump into this topic. And I hope you guys find this super valuable. So I personally am not a shoulda, coulda, woulda type of girl. I make the best decisions that I possibly can in the moment and I go for it. Living with regret is just not in my DNA because I believe that there is a lesson within every obstacle, struggle, failure, or mistake if one were to arise. But my entire mission is to share the lessons that I've learned along this journey called life, right? And I've learned a lot throughout the years of bullying and struggling with an eating disorder, living with severe anxiety, dropping out of college, moving across the country and starting a business. I have a few words that I would say to my younger self. So these are 10 things that I wish that I would have known. And this is to my younger self who doubted herself, who believed she was worthless, who lacked confidence in the ability to speak up, and to my younger self who still always had a dream in the back of her mind. This is for her and anyone out there who might be struggling in any way, shape, or form. So lesson number one, it's going to be okay. I had a bit of a traumatic childhood. I contemplated suicide a few times and really hated myself, yet I had this dream in the back of my mind, like I just said, that something good was going to happen. And I just had this strong gut feeling, even on my worst days where I wanted my life to end, that I had to keep moving forward. It was this weird feeling that there was just more to life and I had this passion. I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know that everything was going to be okay. I didn't want to continue living at the time. I know that sounds really dark, but that's the reality. Um, But I wish I could have gone back and told myself it's going to be okay. And I'm, you know, in the moment we can't predict what's going to happen. And when our parents and teachers or friends tell us it's going to work out, it's going to be okay. It's tough to believe, you know, because life is so unpredictable. But if I could go back and speak to my younger self, I'd tell her to keep dreaming. Because if I gave up, I wouldn't be where I am today and I am very happy. If you want something bad enough, it's going to be okay and you have to just believe that. Um, You might struggle and you might want to give up, 
But if you keep pushing forward, everything really does tend to work out. Lesson number two, everything is temporary. Things happen in life often that are out of our control. And what I've learned is that every situation is temporary, good or bad. If you're having a tough day or you're in a funk, it will pass. If you made a mistake at work, you can learn from it and life goes on. And, you know, since I'm speaking to my younger self, if you get a bad grade in school, it's temporary. It's a bad grade. It's not the end of the world. So life goes on. Nothing's permanent. If you hate your job, it's not permanent. If you aren't happy in your relationship, you can end it. Nothing lasts forever. Anxiety, depression, sadness, or anger. Emotions are temporary. Situations are temporary. And keeping that in mind puts life in perspective and helps you to work through those tough days. So lesson number three, welcome your feelings. As someone who's dealt personally with a lot of negative feelings growing up, One thing that I was really great at was pushing them away, avoiding them, not feeling them, not wanting to feel them, and trying my best to ignore them. And, you know, no one wants to feel bad, right? But in order to feel better, we need to allow ourselves to just feel. And we're human, and it's necessary to acknowledge our feelings in order to let them pass. If you're having a bad day, I wish I would have told myself to acknowledge that bad day, sit with those bad feelings, journal about those feelings, talk about those feelings if you want, if you have that type of personality. Don't ignore the feelings. Ignoring the feelings will only result in a buildup of more bad feelings, and the best way to feel happier is to welcome your emotions, feel them, and let them pass. So lesson number four, take the risk. I talk about this so much, and I love it, and I wish I could have told my younger self, even though... I was the type of person growing up that did take the risk, but, you know, kind of to an extent. So I've more, my mentality at 25 is take the risk, but I've always been kind of a risk taker, but I think you see where I'm going with this. But I've started about five blogs in the last five years. I remember sitting at my desk in Chicago at age 16 and trying to write the first chapter of a book. I had this great idea. I really wanted to write a book. So not only in the past five years have I started five blogs, this goes even way further back to when I was 16 and had an idea to write a book. Like I've always known what I wanted deep down. My intuition somehow knew what would make me happy. I never followed through on four out of the five blogs I started. I just didn't believe in myself. The truth is that you don't know what can happen in life. If you feel something in your gut feeling, you need to take the risk. Life is too short not to and you need to go after your passion because that's how you'll find happiness and when I made the decision to drop out of college and move to Miami Beach I was terrified but I went for it I took the risk I began my career in real estate that led me to starting my marketing agency I took one risk after the next which led me to where I am today it was scary but I did it and it was worth it so if you ever have an idea like take that risk not taking the risk is the worst risk you can take because you're risking your life and your happiness. And if you have an idea, you need to stop putting it off. You have nothing to lose. So lesson number five is different is good. Growing up, as you can imagine, as someone who was bullied, I was told that I was weird, constantly dumb, stupid, awkward, you name it, I was called it, okay? I tried so hard not to be weird, whatever that meant. All that I wanted was to fit in and to be like everyone else, but I I just couldn't. It wasn't me, and I didn't realize until I dropped out of college and moved across the country, you know, what being weird really meant and the benefits. When I made that life-changing decision to move, I gained 
confidence and I started to believe in myself and I started to see that I was different. I started to love that I was different. I embraced who I was because who I was led me to doing what I love. And what fun is it, in my opinion, to be like everyone else? I literally live by the motto, normal is boring now. So, you know, growing up, we try so hard to fit in, right? And maybe we want to be popular or just to be liked. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to be seen as equal. I wanted to be treated like the other kids, but I wasn't. Today, I wish I could go back and tell myself how amazing it is to be different. The power you gain when you're different different doors begin to open for you. There's less competition in a way. You aren't worthless. You are actually worth a hell of a lot. So the people who are different, who are weird, who take a different path, sometimes end up doing some pretty cool things. And I wish I would have known that. Lesson number six, fail a lot. Nobody likes to fail. Nobody wants to be fired. Nobody wants to, you know, have to own a mistake that they made or screw up. I used to be so afraid of failure, so afraid of getting that bad grade in school, so afraid of being fired, so afraid of not succeeding. But here's the thing. Failure is the best teacher there is. The more mistakes I made, the more I learned, whether it was how to communicate better, how to retain clients, how to create better habits so that I'm more productive. I could list a million ways that failure has helped me to succeed. If it weren't for failure, I wouldn't own my marketing agency. I wouldn't have my podcast. I, I mean, if it weren't for relationships that were that didn't work out, I wouldn't be with Pedro. Life works in really funny ways and those who are afraid of failure are not ready for success. My advice would be to fail as much as possible early on. Don't worry about making mistakes. Just go. And if you come across a failure, take note and proceed. So lesson number seven Make decisions quickly. Guys, life moves fast. When I was in school, every day felt like a fucking century. You are just constantly counting down the days until the weekend or the next vacation, right? Like I remember those days. You got to stop. Because of how quickly life goes by, you don't want to miss out on opportunities. Take advantage of the time that you have. I used to have so many ideas and things that I wanted to do, but I would put them off, even at the age of 16 when I wanted to write a book. It sounds crazy to write a book at the age of 16, but who knows what it could have turned into. And this doesn't just apply to entrepreneurship when it comes to making decisions quickly. These could be just, you know, decisions to you know, remove things from your life or add things to your life or do things for yourself. You know, just if you have an idea, it doesn't have to just be a business. I mean, just do something about it. And I don't care what age you are, make a decision and act fast because more ideas and obstacles are going to come your way and you never want to look back and wish you would have done something. So lesson number eight, which I almost said in lesson number seven, is to remove toxicity. And I talk about this all the time also. Like I said, I was bullied my entire childhood. I was called fat, ugly, stupid in every name in the book. Although I spent a lot of time alone, I found myself constantly surrounded by toxic people even as I grew up. When I went away to college, I met amazing friends. However, at the time, I also had friends in my life who brought me down, who made me feel worse, yet I kept them in my life for some reason. I would give them the benefit of the doubt. No, 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 absolutely not. Once I removed those people from my life, I grew as a person. I was happier. I felt like I was surrounded by more positive energy. And although it can be really difficult to remove toxic people or situations, if it isn't bringing you any value, remove it. Lesson number nine, invest in yourself. Before 25, I honestly didn't have that much confidence. I didn't have the confidence that I have today. 
Um, but at 25, to be honest, everyone, you're still growing and you're you're still figuring out life. I mean, you're still we're still young. I'm still young. I'm 25 years old, and we we can't expect to have everything figured out, a stable career, and the confidence to get there at such a young age. There's so much pressure. So I guess I also want to give the advice to ignore the pressure. But let's go back to investing in yourself. And this might not apply to everyone, but I am 25 right now with a stable career that I built and I do feel confident. But this is because of the actions and the decisions that I have made in my life when it comes to self-care. And I've always struggled with anxiety, so mental health was always a priority, except I didn't implement this until later in life. Investing in my own self-care was seriously a game changer, okay? I wish that I would have taken more time to invest in me and my earlier years. What I've learned is that taking time for yourself leads to more mental stability, which allows you to make better decisions and live a happier life. You just tend to feel better about yourself. You're more confident and you're equipped to take care of those around you. I want you to start investing in yourself. If you're under 25 and listening to this, start taking time for you. Create a morning routine that you look forward to or find a hobby that you enjoy. If you're a parent listening to this, help your kids understand what it means to invest in themselves and help them to invest in themselves. Maybe it's doing something that they enjoy before bed or making sure that they have a few hours on the weekend to themselves or or get them a good book or, or something or a fun journal, something for them. And if you are over the age of 25 listening to this, I'm talking about this also for you. I mean, investing in self-care is important at any age. So the final lesson, lesson number 10, make good financial decisions. And I purposely ended with this one because it is so important. Fortunately for me, and I'm grateful for this, my parents ingrained this in my mind at a very young age to save, to put as much money away as you can. And I know it feels really good to get a paycheck or a few extra dollars and then want to spend it, but that's the worst decision you can possibly make. Enjoy yourself, but try to put away at least 30% if you can. That's my personal opinion. You don't have to take my advice. If you can put away more, I highly suggest that. But this is just a a number I'm throwing out there. If you can't do that, I I understand. Uh, But just a little bit each month goes a long way for your future. One thing that always bothered me was that my peers, parents, and teachers used to say, and this is, I'm just kind of comparing the two, um, was that when you go to high school or college, your freshman year doesn't matter meaning your grades don't have as much of an impact on your GPA. Number one, what the hell are they talking about? Number two, yes, it absolutely does. Your freshman year is your starting point. If you start off with poor grades and a low GPA, you have so much more work to do and it is going to be much harder to build up your grades. Whereas if you start your freshman year working hard and get good grades, it'll be easier to maintain a good GPA. Does that make sense? I never understood that concept and it just used to bother me. I'm like, how does that even make sense? And the same thing applies financially. The older you get, the more difficult it is. You have expenses and bills to pay. Your life becomes more expensive. You want more things. You want to do more things. It's it's different. And you'll want to retire at some point too, I would assume. So when you're young, try your best to put away as much money as possible and continue that habit throughout your entire life. Stop buying what you don't need. Splurge from time to time. It's okay to enjoy life, but pay yourself first before you make any purchases. My parents always say this, and I believe it as well. Nothing feels better than having security in the bank. 
So guys, I just want to give you a little takeaway. Your life is what you make it. I could sit here and tell you a hundred things I wish I knew before 25. But what I find interesting is that I heard a lot of these lessons before the age of 25. I just honestly didn't have the patience or desire to understand what they truly meant. I'm really hoping that you found this valuable. Share this with anyone under the age of 25. And if you are over the age of 25, these lessons still apply. We just see them a little bit differently. So again, thank you so much for listening to another episode of this She Did It podcast. I would love if you could leave me a review. Don't forget to subscribe. You can join my free secret Facebook community. I give tips and updates on a daily basis. It's super, super valuable. And I can't wait to hear your feedback. So I will see you guys next time. Thank you again. Bye, everyone.